Chase's first fine. time. You lost your virginity. Che- your, your podcast, podcast virginity. Yay, I love cheers. it. Cheers. Welcome back to Drink and Dish. We have our first guest on our podcast, and his name is Chance. <laughs> you still can't do it. Yeah, I was going to say, harder. we keep trying, but I don't think we're going to get She'll learn one day. <laughs> okay, we want to give some background on you, obviously, for people to like know who you are. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how long you've been in Seattle, Maybe how we know each other. Go Fantastic. for it. Fantastic. Uh, I am from bumfuck nowhere, aka Boise, Idaho. Uh, middle of Potatoes. Nowhere. If you like McDonald's fries, I'm here to support you. I moved to Seattle in 2009. Yes. Let that date that's you. That's 10 years ago. Yeah. Yes. My decade was August 21st, 2019. It was a decade in Seattle. Wow. Which basically officially makes me like officially an OG Seattleite. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. You're, you're, all those pretentious Seattleites can back it off. Like, I'm a Seattleite at this yeah. point. I was here pre-Amazon, essentially. Let's go. Wait, before like South Lake Union was a thing? Oh, I used to take the bus from uh, U District to downtown. That was like the scariest ride of your life. It was basically industrial warehouses. There was yeah. one restaurant in there. One. People talk about and it was how like a Marrakesh restaurant, wow. and like there were yeah. homeless people camped out everywhere. Like, it was not Wait, like the posh place. It how is long now. did it take you from like U District down to down? Oh, like downtown. twenty minutes. That wasn't bad. This That's... is where you know true Seattleites, because I feel like those are bragging rights when you're like, I was here like before Seattle was like what it is now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, I didn't experience that at all. Before Mercer was a thing. God, yeah, I know. There was no oh. traffic back then. Uh, like, do Aussies? you guys remember when it didn't take you three hours to get across the city? I don't. Because <laughs> no. I sure play. Don't. Okay. Came here for UW. So you went to college with our mutual friend, right? No, no. I worked at Russell Investments. That's right. With That's right. Sarah. Okay. That's so, okay. some background. Yeah. Jenna and Sarah are really good friends. Yeah. And Chance and Sarah worked together at Russell. Yes. And back in now, the day. Yeah. Back you guys said you, yeah. So, what's back friends. in the day? Was that your first job here in Seattle? I mean, don't ask a woman her age. We know that. <laughs> We joke that, like, I told Jordan this the other day. I was like, so I told her how we joke all the time that Sarah's your wife and I'm your mistress. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. That is very Sarah true. Sarah's, like, the wife. You guys have been together a long time. I mean, I feel like a lot of people have these friends where, like, early to mid-20s where you have that friend who you yeah. go out with every Friday and Saturday. Right. When you're living your crazy age, that was Sarah for me. So, like, every... Okay. We, we worked through it all. Monday through Friday together. I'm sorry. And then we did Friday and Saturday night out together every day for probably three or four years. So yeah. it was just that when we're, like... When you see someone seven days a week, oh, a yeah. lot of the You guys hours are very week, close. Yeah. And then you and I have become close, yeah. I would say, in the past, like, year. Yeah. We've known each other longer, but I feel like, like, really this oh, past yeah. year we've mm. become a lot closer. And I'm, like, your fun blonde mistress. Blondes always have fun. We're so fun. I. To chance? Yeah. Well, based off your last episode, it sounds like you're the plus <laughs> one. Three's a company. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. It's gonna be a good episode, You're the side guys. Piece we don't talk about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, I have another question. Why? Why Seattle? Growing up, I came here a lot as a kid. I just uh, I had family up here a little bit, so we came up here every now and then. Um, and I just remember like growing up, and when you grow up in a desert, I, I'm sure some people can relate to like it's not interesting. It's just like the same terrain everywhere. And I remember coming to Seattle, and everything was green, and it was luscious, and it was such a fun city. Had always had an inkling I wanted to go to UW. Like that was kind of like one of my top two schools. So yeah. Pretty Amazon. And then I did come up here, like, no, when I was, like, 17 with a bunch of friends for a spring break trip, and there was a lot of hot guys. So let's be real. That was probably, like, 30% Obviously. of my decision, like, there. I was like, oh, hot guys. <laughs> yeah, there's a, yeah. Like, Boise has, like, cowboys Sold. and, like, people who, like, are not my type. Yeah. Pass. 
Seattle, like, let's go. So, but also, I was a little baby, you know? Wait, Country you don't like, like, the Wrangler jeans? No. I yeah, you don't I like don't. the, as much, like, rough around the edge. If that I means you go outdoors and, like, walk in dirt? No. Oh, my God, yeah. I love that. Yeah. No. I'm curious, so you just mentioned, like, how you were 17 and you're like, wait, nope, don't want to be like, here. And I know. he's not for me. How old were you when you were like, yeah, I like men? Basically, like, you're coming out to your family Introspectively, I think this is a very inter- interesting question. I think uh, intuitively I knew pretty early on, like, mm-hmm. eight or nine. I told her I thought that. I was like, I yeah. feel like you've known since, like, an early age and probably my, your family has known. My sister sat me down, I remember, when I was about seven or eight years old and she asked me. And how much older is your sister? 18 okay. years. So she's my sister's quite a bit older, right? We okay. were basically a, a generation apart. We have different dads, uh, some the same mom. Yeah, my sister sat me down. I mean, we're, we're, we're thick as thieves. Like, we are the closest of close. And I think with us, she sat me down one day, and I remember this very vividly, being like, hey, it's okay to be gay. Like, I just want to, like, have this conversation with you. And okay. it was very abrupt. Granted, growing up, <laughs> um, I did ask for a lot of Barbie sets as a kid. I immediately threw out the Barbies, because I didn't give a shit about that. What I did care about was like the house sets. I wanted like oh the furniture gosh. and I wanted that kind of a like thing to that play with. so cute. I didn't give a shit about Barbies. Like I hated dolls. I hated, yeah. I hated anything that was anthropomorphic. So like okay. if it was like a dog, like, cute. I just decorate. If it's a human, I'm like, get rid of this shit. Like, yeah. let's go. Yeah, I, I had that. That's interesting. I think I knew early on, uh, probably like more like 12 or 13 when I like really noticed like when okay. you start to explore things and sure. I would notice looking at different things than I thought I should necessarily. Um, I never really felt shame about it, which is really great. Uh, I think growing up in an age, we were probably the first generation ever really to grow up with the internet in the sense of like sexual awakening. Totally. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's so interesting because like it doesn't provide that shame that older generations had because they only had one frame of reference, right? Yeah. Like gay people only had the frame of reference that you had to be a straight person. This is what you should like. And we suddenly had a different frame of reference. Like I like something different. Mm -hmm. So I really felt that, and I had a lot of, I don't know, I'm sure my fellow millennials can relate, uh, MSN Messenger. Like, growing up with that, like, I, I knew a lot of people online who were gay, and so, like, I got to connect with them, but yeah. I want to ask, so let's, like, state what your current status is, as in, like, single, are you dating, are you in a relationship? Uh, single and ready to mingle. <laughs> oh, okay. Instagram handle is uh, yes. UW. Canonai, which is C-A-N-O-N-I. I always said you dub Kanomi. I'm so, pronouncing it wrong this whole time. It's technically Kanonai. Uh, oh. It is a Native American word that my grandmother used to call me. My mother's side okay. uh, of the family is Native American. I knew that, yeah. Which, if any of you know from. me, I am the whitest human being you've ever met in your entire life. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, like, I make Casper look tan. Fair as um, Snow White. Exactly. <laughs> uh, which is great, because my entire mother's side of the family is all tan and Native American. Jenna can teach you all about self-tanner. Oh, oh she has. <laughs> I was going to say, for our dinner and blanc party here in Seattle. No, I literally had her sit down and do a tutorial with me. Like, Yeah. (laughs) I was like, my pale skin can't see white on it. Only thing, so you looked fabulous. The only thing we decided was he could have gone just smidge lighter on his face, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Except for the problem was I I didn't buy the face tanner. I just did the body tanner on my face and that was incorrect. But I also didn't have time to spend two weeks waiting for a tan on my face. So I was like, well, we're going to do this. But trust me, when I first saw you, I was like... Chance with a tan. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. We digress, but yes. uh, can't okay. Yeah, uh, so single, ready American. to mingle. Slide into the DMs. Yes. Yeah. Slide into his DMs. Okay. What like dating apps are you on? So you have to define dating apps within my community. Oh. Oh. All right. Do you mean like dating, or do you just mean like 
uh, oh, God, looking yes, for yes. us. <laughs> about this. I know you're Actually, on Hinge because no, we both use yeah. that and we've like shared of who we're chatting with or whatever. So if we're talking about like actual dating, especially Apps, in like yeah. the heterosexual sense. Uh, yeah, Hinge is probably like the default one, especially yeah. in the gay community right now. Like it tends to be the default. I feel like that's like the popular one with everybody right now. It's yeah. just like high quality. Maybe less matches, not as like well, fast no, and furious. So Bumble relies on a little bit more of a hetero yeah. relationship, okay. which doesn't in like is not present within the gay community. So there's yeah. not one person who gets to say yes or no, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is somewhat of a dynamic within the gay community, like you could say top and bottom, but like there's not necessarily a masculine versus feminine. So like okay. that can't be defined in that way. So you have to think about it differently. Um, so okay. how does it? Have you had a Bumble? How does that work? Bumble's the same as Tinder is yeah. for us. It's okay. the same as okay. Tinder. It's, you can both like each other. You can do whatever you want. It's the same exact thing as Tinder. Yeah. Interesting. Outside of apps, like, what do you use then? Friends are friends, I feel like. Wait, I have another question. Oh. When it comes to the apps, yeah. are the questions different? No, same questions. Same questions? Like, what's your sign? Yeah, I still get really boring answers. What, what is your sign? The same what's boring signs? answers that what you is, get. What's your sign? What do you think? Oh, about? yeah. Oh yeah, Jordan, you're the master of this. What do you think he oh, is? Is she the master of this? Let's let let's all. Test well, she this. usually knows the types. Like, she, if you told her like what day you were born, she would that, know. You had something oh, stubborn like a, in you. Oh, oh my my son might be Taurus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say there's something stubborn in you. I know. My that. moon is like also Libra, <laughs> so like it's a whole thing. I'm now I'm going to my co-star app. All right, both picked up their phone, checking their co-star right now. I know. I, mean, I gotta know if I'm gonna find my future lover, or like if I don't have like my self-confidence. Yeah. Today, how would I know this? Anyway, uh, yeah. So single and ready and yes. ready to mingle. Uh, Hinge is like the default, especially like finding actual dates. So yeah. like obviously there are other apps like you have Grinder, you have Adam right. for Adam, you have. Okay. Uh, I don't even know what all the other ones are. I only right. use. I also have Grinder, um, but beyond that. Uh, Hinge is the one that you mostly like consider just like just dates. So yeah. it's if you're actually looking if to I date. talk to someone on there, like I assume it's not just hooking up. That's okay. the default. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I would think like hinge is a little bit yeah. more quality if you actually want to date and it's not just like hooking up. What about you guys? What are you guys defaulting to these days? Like what's your what's your go to like number one? Not just like what you use in general, but like what's your default? Like if yeah. you found like what's your most successful app, I guess. Hinge. Is hinge is mine. I use Hinge and Bumble, but I feel yeah. like Hinge has led to like more relationships or actually like dating interactions. Bumble, I've had some, but yeah, Hinge is, I feel like, more of my successful if I'm looking to actually date and have a meaningful connection. I honestly have taken a break from dating apps. Good for you. We all need breaks at times. Yeah. Highly needed. Yeah, I was, I deleted Bumble and Hinge earlier this summer, and I'm, this week, I kind of, like, had a self-realization. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get back out there. She, like, wants to get back on, I think. Yeah. So, easier way back. How in. do you start to think about that? Like, how how do you think what is successful on a dating app? Right? Like, I, I yeah, feel like a question. A lot, I I have friends who've met on Tinder and have been married. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I know oh, some totally. married. So like, like, how how did you do that versus a different app? Obviously, like yeah. time difference, right? Like my friends met three or four like, years ago versus now it's like Hinge is the new one. Yeah. My success is like not getting dates. I feel like that's not really a struggle is to get dates. How I okay, measure. Hashtag humble brag <laughs> shit, please. <laughs> Good for you. We're so glad you have so many days. Subtle flex. Um, I measure subtle. success by like, if it's someone I date longer term or if it's a, it led to an actual relationship, like a committed relationship. That's what I've had come out of Hinge. Okay. So that's how I think of it as more of like, I might find a more meaningful connection yeah. on here. I've dated someone off mm-hmm. of Bumble and stuff, but mm-hmm. I feel like I've just had a little bit more success with Hinge if I'm talking about meaningful relationships. Fair. Yeah. Why not Bumble? Because I feel like that 
does lend itself to the heterosexual relationship just because sure. it you do have a little bit more of a dynamic than we do, right? Yeah. So like, why why do you not find success as heavily there? I think Bumble is like the improved version of Tinder, but it still has Tinder tendencies of like we're swiping, yeah. we're swiping, we're swiping. It's very um, gratifying in the moment. I feel like Hinge, you have to give more time, but it's gonna give more reward for yeah. giving that time. Mm-hmm. So but Bumble is just kind of like a fleeting thing yeah. most of the time. One thing that I thought a lot about here is I give preference to people who like responses mm-hmm. more than they like photos. If That's you like a photo, I don't necessarily okay. count the I same. I just wondered this the other day because uh, sometimes I want to like someone's response because I'm like, I'm here for it. We're actually talking about something we both mm-hmm. dig mm-hmm. as opposed to like, I just think you're hot so I'm going to like your photo. Okay. But I wonder if, got, like, I don't want guys too to think like, I liked their responses more than I think they're actually attractive. I don't know why. That's how I thought about it. But attractiveness shouldn't really pay attention, uh, like a portion. I, obviously, you want to be sexually attracted to someone, but yeah. like mm-hmm. you're kind of defaulting that based off the fact that like sure. if you look at their photos, if you think they're very unattractive, you're gonna immediately explain that. Yeah, right? like, like you're yeah, gonna say yeah, no. Yeah, let's right. move on. Even if they're just like somewhat attractive, like okay, you could be cute, especially with straight men who tend to have. Um, Let's just say the most unfortunate photos I've ever seen online. Oh my gosh! Yeah, all I show Chance pictures, and he's like, "Yikes!" Well, so I always love it. don't know their angles. No, okay. she always like I love it because like she'll show me a guy. She's like, "He's okay. really cute," but put like a straight filter lens on it, and I'm like, "Okay, to a gay guy, this would be like yeah, an I have to tell him like zero. Lower also, your expectations when you're thing. looking at straight men's photos. Here's the thing, though, I almost appreciate a guy that doesn't know his angles because that means sure. maybe I'll find it even more attractive. In well, usually, okay, like I feel. Like for straight men, especially, like they're always gonna be more attractive in person. Usually, like usually, I shouldn't say always. What? But also, yeah. okay, my yeah. gripe. No. Straight men will put up photos from five years, five to ten years ago. I'm like, yes. this was in yes. high school. Yes. Because yeah, straight men aren't taking selfies. They're not like if hanging I with their bros. If I see a recent bro tank, I get nervous. If it's a recent <laughs> picture and it's a bro tank, I'm like. Okay, ten years ago, that was it. Was okay. That was okay. Really, really but if or a cargo shorts. Cargo shorts are my thing. I mean, Move on with your life. Hey, I just want to haul okay. You can find a gem who wears cargo shorts. You need to, sometimes you have to like tell your guy. There's so many girls who have dated men who aren't appearing as their best self. Like, I don't know, visually of what they're wearing. Women fix that okay. for them. Okay, here's the thing. I mean, I had to have that honest conversation with my ex. Like, no, cargo shorts this is not okay. You don't need that many pockets. You don't need that many pockets. And if you do, you just wear What do we think of corduroy pants? <laughs> <laughs> just, corduroy pants are so cute okay. in the right contact. I've had real yeah. mixed feelings over the years of like, yeah. sometimes I'm in, sometimes I'm out for corduroy. No, I love corduroy. Kind of going back to um, pictures and angles and things. Yes. It's so interesting because, like, in the gay world, it's very different. We're like, I assume someone's photos obviously are maybe not, like, quite themselves. Sure. If someone is not attracting their photos in the gay community, they're generally not attracted. Because yes. we have such a yeah, hyper-focused, yes. On like, the beauty, like, yes. aesthetic kind yeah. of a... Yep. Like, you have to be aware of your photos. And it doesn't have to be you have to be a six foot five, you know, like, Grecian right. God, God, right? Like, that's not yeah. what we're trying to aim for. But, but like, present your best yeah. self. You will not yeah. know your angles, of the doubt. Know your lighting. Yeah. Or it doesn't necessarily, like, one type of lighting. But, like, just, like, know what looks good. And okay. if you can't, like, figure out those photos, like, in the gay community, like, we're going to judge you for that. Okay. Whether that's right or wrong is a whole nother sure. discussion. But it is a thing. Okay. So, yeah, when I, when I, especially with gay guys, I will date based off their photos. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they're not, if, they're, if, they're, if it's like a two out of ten, no. 
if it's like a six out of ten, okay, like let's look at your responses. Like let's have a conversation about this because like you probably honestly are attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just unfortunately did not take photos of yourself, but like it's still a little bit of a struggle versus like with straight guys. Like I feel like they default to a four. And when I show him stuff, he's like, ooh. And I'm like, no, you have to think. And okay, so okay. I'm coming to the conclusion, filter. you will think no matter what guy I probably with as a four. Probably. Yeah, uh, probably. Business opportunity, guys. Business yes. opportunity here. We need to create a company that consults and helps straight guys take photos to hey, get a better yeah. profile. Because as we can A guy all... uploads, like a straight guy uploads his photo and they click the filter and it goes and like fixes it. Attractive. Them. They need like Straight men, every straight man needs a... Gay bestie. Or a person equivalent, right? Like a female friend who will do the same thing, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. A person who is not a straight male, essentially. Yeah. To help them with their dating profile. Yes. I do want to talk about, like, and this is because Jenna and I were talking about this leading into tonight and podcasting. Men think like this. Women think like this. A woman can have, like, her gay bestie. You will tell me, and Jenna, especially when it comes to dating apps, but just in real life, like, Mm -hmm. okay, no. Yeah. No. Like, a guy will see that and think, no. So, like, the real, real advice. The real, real (laughs) advice. And I think that's something that, like, every woman needs in her life in general. Whether it's a gay guy or a straight guy, but someone to, like, kind of give you that other side of the brain. So, I think every man has that capability. And I, I will say this in the sense that I've had a lot of friends and opportunities to, like, really understand the male mind where like and I, I won't go into details but I had a recent um friend who broke up with a man and she was talking about some of the problems and mm-hmm. what he was saying about things and I was okay. like okay I can relate to him mm-hmm. but sure. mostly because I understand that the male mind oftentimes when there's a problem in something right mm-hmm. immediately seeks a solution right okay. yeah Which they want to fix it right we, okay. they want to fix it they, they, it's it's that in, intuition like okay there is a problem mm-hmm. okay there is a fix why don't you just do this yeah uh-huh. and that logically sure makes sense emotionally Absolutely. as yeah. human beings it does not make any sense half the time and i think with gaming there's that there's that weird intersection of where we don't have i won't say we i should mm-hmm. say sometimes especially considering a lot of us don't uphold us to the same you know masculinity that so many men do sure. we lower those barriers where we're willing to say okay the solution is this yeah so that's when i tell someone like your outfit's not cute i'm not trying to be like <laughs> i'm a gay person what's up i'm more being like okay no this is not the right answer yeah. Yeah. what is the right answer sure. and so yeah. it is it is we do have a different little bit of mindset and i it, obviously this is an overgeneralization not mm-hmm. every person thinks this way but i found a lot of men that i've encountered in my life and a lot of friends i've had like men that are related to this we do have this communal thought process of like find a solution i have a question so what's that like for you dating two males that just want to fix things so rules with like when it's a male female relationship i feel like most of the time i always have to like i try to help my man out now of like hey so like when we talk about things like i know you're gonna want to fix it which is great like let's do that at the end but most of the time when i'm talking i just want the guy to be like yeah wow that's difficult I totally understand. Like, you just, girls want to be heard. Yeah, yeah. And, like, understand, like, the emotion of it. And then, like, we talk about processing it. Before the fix. Yeah, is there any kind of that struggle in your relationships that you've experienced? No. 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 I have encountered so many men that have that mindset that I've just become accustomed to it. And I think it probably is more culturally than it is, like, biologically. Yeah. Like, men are just taught, like, there is a solution to what you're doing. Like, let's do it. Yeah. So, I I don't know how that works in, like, you know, heterosexual relationships as much. Obviously, I've had a lot of stories from you guys where Mm -hmm. um we talk about feedback you guys received or something like that where you don't necessarily feel like it was 
empathetic to your like situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I always just like say like I, I've had this advice to like my female friends like think about the fact that like a male is thinking about a solution constantly. Okay. He doesn't mean ill by it. He just yeah. is so focused on one thing. Right. But in the gay world, like, it's a little bit different because like both men are focused on a solution oriented thing. Yeah. Maybe the solutions are different, and at which point you're going to fight about it. That's good advice to your girlfriends. I feel like yeah. a lot of the time women have to like pause and be like, we need to give men the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of times where girlfriends who like are dating or myself dating where sometimes we just like literally have to tell men what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just help, help them out a little you bit because to. it instantly changes too. Because like you said, men are so like goal oriented, solution oriented, like once you tell them or give them a note, yep. they usually take it, make a change in the most optimistic, like, I guess, ideal situation. Yeah. A lot of the time, I feel like myself or girlfriends have experienced that where, oh, if I just, like, talked about it to him of what I need in a response or an adjustment, men usually take it and run with it. So, but that's a really great point. I didn't yeah. ever think of it that way of, like, men are always thinking of the solution. Who of us here like dates younger? Cause that's usually been Ooh. like my rule is not, not necessarily rule, I guess something I just like lean more towards is dating older men because mm-hmm. they have this maturity I'm looking for. I have made exceptions to the rule of dating younger, but not often. But I wanna know like, do you have any dating rules? Dating younger is okay, but it has to be very close to my age. I, I, okay. I, but I also think What's that, close? Yeah, what's close? That's a good <laughs> question. I am 29, I just turned 29. So for me, anything younger than 27 would be a no. Okay. Uh, for one, I think in your early 20s and late 20s are vastly different. Absolutely. I think that is, those are the same differences like a 17-year-old to a 19-year-old to a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, you grow so exponentially in between 15 and 25. Yeah. Like, it is such a big difference. Even between 25 and 35, I think it's still exponential, but it's not mm-hmm. as much. Yeah. It's still a lot of growth there. Do you prefer older? I, I, I prefer more my age, but the difference is also, I feel like I've always connected with older men too just because like they are more mature and i appreciate that what Mm -hmm. i'm always searching for is a more mature approach as much as i would hope that a 29 30 31 year old is mature yeah like i know myself and if i introspectively looked at that like i'm not that mature (laughs) i I know i'm not sure let's be real like my ex who i dated was uh admittedly 18 years older yeah that's a big gap that's an age it's a little weird it's 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 an entire generation gap like 18 years is a generation it's a whole different generation i appreciated how mature he was i appreciate everything about him like he provided such different like perspective he was such a rock yeah okay that was what i loved about him like Mm -hmm. he was such a rock in everything that i had to do but i obviously was still crazy and like a fucking 24 year old doing every stupid thing i can do But I outgrew that now, right? Like yeah. now I'm more calm and more myself and mm-hmm. I'm almost 30 year old, so. I feel like, yeah, an age gap could be a little bit more successful, I think, in your later 20s than your early to mid, because in my mid, yes. at 25, I dated a 35 year old and that was like, woo, we did not know what we were doing there. It was yeah. too much for me at that time. I feel like exactly. now it wouldn't feel like as big a deal. But you're right, like 24, 25, you're dating like 10 to 20 years later you're not on the same page whatsoever. Once you approach yeah. 30 and like age gap, it becomes like not as big a deal. Well, I feel like every year is kind of like a milestone. Like, oh, I stopped right. going to like <laughs> college, you know, fraternity parties this year. Woo! Sure. Oh, I stopped yeah. going to like wild person, like 21 year old parties. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can finally run a car. Woo! Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's sure. these like milestones, but they are like yeah. growing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, background i'm 25 here so yes like i am gonna say like i have grown so much 
over those years. And I appreciate dating older guys. Yeah. So dating younger guys. I always tell um, you you should date older. Yes. You cannot hang, which I've told her when she's like, yeah, he's 22, 23. I'm like, mm mm, we're moving along. Yeah. <laughs> especially I mean, for women, too, you, with us. It's unicorn, like, you will maturity. find a unicorn that's younger sure. and acts more mature. But yeah. I feel like for me, though, personally. You've already had like that year, you've had so much growth in like a year. I've had so much growth. Even well, you're changing college, so much in that age. So that's like, the point, though, right? Like, yeah. As you, as you reach your 20 to 25s, you grow exponentially. You go Beyond, but I, I think yeah. your dating profile expands a lot then too. Like when you're 20 yeah. to 21, dating a 24 year old seems like progressive. Like, oh, <laughs> look at me, well, so cool. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, you did some four years older than you. Good for you, fuckface. Like, walk off. <laughs> Absolutely. That okay, um, wait. I want to get back to more dating rules. Obviously, age is one yeah. that we like yeah. have touched on. Do you have a set of rules or something that when you're first dating? this is kind of what I live by or my routine when I'm dating of like, these are my breakers, my deal breakers or my rules. Yeah. I know I have some, so I don't know if I'm phrasing it right of how. Oh my God. I have so many. Yeah. What are your rules? Wait. And I want to add to that. I want to add to that. Like before I date this person and then another layer, once I get into the relationship. Oh yeah, that's true. There's differences of like what qualifies them before a date to have a date. And then what you are going on dates. You're even like, you're even ahead of that. The rules that are pre-dating, right? Like, yeah. who would you even consider dating? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How do you and qualify somebody? How do you, yeah. How do you, like, qualify that? I am not necessarily about money. If you are not ambitious about your career, that's a big no for me. I'm all for ambition, but also if your ambition is to make negative money, essentially it'd be, like, some nonprofit that, like, makes no money, that also is not great for me. Like, mm-hmm. again, I'm not, it's not necessarily about money, but, like, yeah. I also don't want to live in, like, You want a certain one... lifestyle. Best oh. thing I can say to this is, my ex is someone who one of the main reasons we broke up is because zero ambition on his zero end. ambition yeah. at the time at least i looked at him and i said other. hey you've been working the same job since you were 18 you're 27 now 26 now you have a degree now three degrees to be honest go do something else move on like move on with your life i actually and do broke up with someone else. for the same reason or like we just didn't work out i don't think i broke up with them the time mm. i wasn't like woke enough to know it was because he had no ambition and yeah. i was like pushing him to go back to school this not guy in college and he was like the skateboarder this he did not want a degree mm. though whatever yes. i was kind <laughs> of into like the emo skater oh. like the deep guys back in the day like high, high school, school college high school for sure did college they wear women's like, jeans like they had to have, i right? mean he kind of yeah he for sure wears some skinny jeans. He's super cute, but then like I ran into him back in Seattle, post-graduating college and a few years given, he legit was still riding a skateboard down the street. Like if we had stayed together, he'd be skateboarding and working at a smoothie shop. So, Jamba Juice. (laughs) Yeah, which not gonna lie, free Jamba Juice would have been sick for like two days. Yeah, we moved along. Then we gotta move on. Then we gotta move along. So, ambition, what else? Uh, additional requirements for dating. Uh, I think one of the other requirements for me, especially, is a symbiotic relationship with my friends. And I, I, that feels very weird, but like, hmm. I have dated people who I don't necessarily want to introduce to my friends. Not yeah. because I don't yeah. think they wouldn't get along, but not necessarily as like, it's not a natural mesh, right? Yeah. And so there's always that like, we've all had the friend who've dated someone who is like, I like them, don't love them. Sure. I don't want to be around them. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to have that partner. 
Yeah. And so for me, I think about that. You can't appease everyone, mm-hmm. but like right. if I can, I obviously need to appease my best friends. And if one of my best friends hated him, and if it wasn't a valid reason, obviously I'd be like, cool, great, fuck you. Fuck you to the friend or fuck you to the relationship? To the friends. Yeah. If they literally Boom. like, I don't like their haircut, I'd be like, yeah, okay. that's <laughs> okay. not a legit reason. <laughs> He Give means me like yeah, more six memes. weeks yeah. not have any haircut. Like sure. let's go. Yeah. But I do care about how my best friends interact with them because like yeah. my best friends are gonna have to deal with me on a weekly basis at minimum. Yeah. There's just that like boundary of can they get along or can they not get along? I feel like I constantly think about that in my mind, back yeah. of my mind. Well, so but I think what, what people think? prioritize. I was gonna say I think people prioritize the whole like are they gonna mesh with friends or not? Is if like I feel like we're all pretty social and our friends yeah. are like yes. in our lives a lot. Okay, yeah. you're defining so, this way better than I did. Because I think for other people, if you're more introverted or you're just like your friends are not mm-hmm. in your lives on an everyday basis, like my friends feel like family a lot of the time. So it is highly important. To me Mm -hmm. and it will be highly impactful if I'm dating someone that doesn't mesh my group because even when I'm in a relationship it's like I am still out Mm -hmm. with friends we I'm not a nester Mm -hmm. when I'm in a relationship short we'll have our own like nights and stuff whatever but I feel like I'm so social and I love my friends like I want to be out with friends how your friends are going to mesh with person that you're with like Mm -hmm. and that guy that you're with and for us like the guy that we're with like yeah is that a deal breaker yeah, is that a deal yeah. breaker? To you yeah. meet them on the first date, do you start thinking about everyone else in your life? One, if you're not interesting, interesting enough for like my friends to love you, like mm-hmm. let's be real, you're probably boring <laughs> as fuck. Okay, but what? But, no one but attractive. So let's say you're sitting across the table. Then you're a hookup. Yeah, I was okay. gonna say I don't okay. think you keep them around just because they're attractive. Okay, but, okay, so Jenna, I have a question for you. Yeah. You sit down. Mm-hmm. This guy is super attractive. Yeah. You know, like that's it. Like as far as. How you connect with him on that level for you, but your friends may not like this person. She's gonna quick, uh, quickly like snap a photo to me on Instagram, say like, <laughs> you want this, and send. i be like, and yes. There's this guy still to this day we talk about that I dated briefly, like went on a couple dates with whatever. Because he was good looking. No, and then his tattoos, tall tattoos. Yes, tall, <gasps> tall tattoos. tattoos. We still talk about him to wear tall like, tattoos. I would fall in love just, with him. He's just kind of an older, sexy pe- Like he's a little bit but, older. He's but, super but sexy. But why would your friends like him? No, no, no. I think he's perfectly fine. But like that, if we're talking about like there's just attraction, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even care if he's gonna mesh my group. But I do not bring someone around after a first date either it's like i'd have been seeing them for a minute and wouldn't know if they would like mesh or not most okay. likely so but if they didn't and it was like a surprise like that would be a real hard bummer and that could be a deal breaker for me like mm-hmm. if it was very noticeably like they were not meshing so we're not going to be hanging out with friends if we continue yeah. dating that would suck i will say this as someone who's a transplant to seattle yeah. long term still my friends here are my family mm-hmm. like if i was in an emergency i would rely on them so in that case, they do need to get along with my friends, but yeah. to the degree that like, if they didn't like love them, okay, fine. But as sure. long as they don't like not get along. I love that when I asked you this, um, you went like way more meaningful answers than originally I was like, okay, dating rules. First day, obviously they pay. Do not go home with someone until such and such a date. I would never let a guy pay for me. Like always split. Whoa. Okay. Wait, so you're telling me. If a guy offered to pay for me, no. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a self, sense of self-pride for me. Like, I, I can pay for my own shit. If a guy was dating me for six months and they just want to take me out for a nice dinner, sure. Okay. But like, other than that, so it's a sense of self-pride. No. Like, so, I can pay for myself God. until the point where, like, you want to do a nice mm, gift to I me. I am not that prideful. <laughs> I know you're Wow. So, okay. so, so, okay. This is Hinge. This is grinder. This is dating. 
Just anybody that Any, you go on a date with. And you meet them in the wild. You meet them on an app. You sit down at dinner. 50-50 split. 50-50 going split. Dutch. Well, not. No, pay your own bill. Okay. But yes, 50-50. Uh, okay. Okay. So but yes, yeah. uh, I went on a not real date date last weekend. This last weekend. We had brunch and it was great. And yeah, okay. we just split it. Like, why not? I don't know. It's so, that, wait, I have a question though. So, what happens if you oh, meet on Hinge? <laughs> just got a Hinge note. I'm very worried. Oh, about you got That's funny I said that. I just got a Hinge note. Okay, so. okay, so you meet on Hinge. And so, what? you meet on Hinge, and like, what if a guy's like, I want to take you out? So, it doesn't matter if you ask him or he asks yeah. you. Yeah. No, of course not. Like, yeah. I would expect him to choose the location. Okay. Planet. Like, planet, but like, I would still pay for my hat. No. Seeing girls. Have you ever had a guy be like, no, I want to pay for this. Like, I would yeah, and I would never you. let them. I, I, like, I did not know that. No, yeah. but I, I have no qualms with heterosexual relationships, but like, yeah. I like equality up front. I like okay. that sense of like, I owe you nothing. Sure. I don't owe you another date. I don't owe you a So date you. number two, yeah. would you like that then? If it went like so well and I felt like, like We're gonna he was going to be trying to make yeah. a really nice effort next, sure. Okay. Uh, I still would more than likely say, like, the first three or four dates I would split. Interesting. Okay. But it needs to get to the point where, like, it's more than just a, like, I'm trying to impress you. Yeah, and okay. more of, like, a, you know. I'm doing this because. Like, like if you were five years married and you want to like, take someone out for dinner, like, I would love to take you out for dinner. Like, just come out. Like, I got okay. everything. Like, let's go. Let's go have a night out. Yeah. That okay. seems so much more romantic to me. The idea of someone having to pay to, like, impress you doesn't mm-hmm. seem romantic to me. Like, so, it like, doesn't seem like. You're trying to do something for them. It's you're doing it for the pageantry. Okay, so okay. like that's like my love language is like I like to treat people. I like that, like that, like oh no, I got this. But like, don't you think that's the the key word there? Love language. You don't yeah. love them yet. Okay, yeah. but but like that's how I kind of show appreciation. Like even. you care. Yeah, I care. Which I get. Yeah, like I love like. But we also bosses, have to find there is a difference between like. like so that's with friends, though. Are you saying that's, like, first date you're going to express your love language? Okay, there as are a different girl, okay, that's different. But I'm saying, like, yeah, I'm saying, like, okay, as a girl, no, like, I want to, a guy could be for me for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay, but you are, but, no, you're doing it but, because you're bending and fitting off of years and years of repression and this, like, a, mm-hmm. this societal expectation. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. do I blame you for? Absolutely not. And sure. no one ever yeah. should. Yeah. Like, I think for us, because, like, but, I think we both are a little still, like, traditional. Yeah. Especially, too, I think the rules are, though, I will say, if you are on an app, whatever, you're hitting off with someone, if I asked him, I think it's, like, it's not expected that he pays. I think for mm, girls, if he, fair. yeah, if he asked me, I would probably mm. expect him to pay, and it is a little bit more like of wooing me in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not expect this throughout an entire relationship no, at all. No, I think no. it's like the first date, maybe like, the yeah. second. If he's trying to woo me, like he wants to take me out for mm-hmm. nice whatever, and he's like wanting to pay, mm-hmm. I have no qualms with that, and I think that's attractive yeah. in a sense. But if we're like continuing to see each other, like it's very 50-50. Like, let me grab this, right. let me grab that. Yeah. Here's the so case that I'm I feel sure. like I have a biggest issue with is if you're going on a first date, Yes. he asked you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're out having a couple of drinks, you're having a fun time, mm-hmm. you're living it up, <laughs> we're having some time. All right. Okay. You get to the bill. Yeah. He asked you. You don't think you're going to go on a second date, though. Okay, yeah, I've had people That's where... Like, I'm, no, I I'm think not interested to go out again. That has to be, like, an ethical question where, mm-hmm. like, if he pays... I have an like that, that tends to be <laughs> an expectation. So... So, I had explain this. it to me. I okay. love it. So, 
if he asked me out, we go on a date, and I know most likely I'm not interested in going a second, I am still very much okay with him paying. Yep, same. He asked me, we had a good time, he enjoyed my company, I enjoyed his, but like, I'm just not romantically interested mm-hmm. in continuing, sure. I've had one time where like the date was god awful. We both did not enjoy our time. I literally just wanted to end it. I for sure would pay, like I I've probably only had once or twice ever okay. that the date itself was just like not hitting it off to where I'm like, you know what, like I know for sure this is not happening again. I am happy to pay my yeah. half of this bill. Like, let's move along. All right, so it's flipped though. Yeah. You're having a fun date, like if you were expected to pay for the entire bill. You mean because I asked Even him? though if you... Well, yes. Sure. Even though you weren't going to have a second date, mm-hmm. would you feel like that was justified? Like, if even though you asked, like, you had to pay for the entire date. Honestly, I don't know because it's literally never happened. I know. So I'm just saying. <laughs> but, okay, here's, here's it, my... It, it, yeah, like, would I... It's like, the same thing. I get it. Like, in the guy's perspective, like, if you knew... So, and so if so I asked him thing, and I was If I wanted out that bad... Yeah. I want it out that bad. Like, he said mm-hmm. something that was just so That's hurtful. Whole, I want yeah, it out that bad, bad. I paid like, the whole bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But let's say it was Get a good out. time, but I just mentally know I never mm-hmm. want to see this guy again. Sure. I might just look at the waiter or waitress or whatever mm-hmm. bartender and say, I got 50, here's my card, run 50, look at him, order my Uber. But that's totally respectful, I think. I, that, that's why I, I just think there needs to be an expectation of, like, yeah. the quality of, like, uh, 50-50 unless there is sure there is yeah. kind of a chivalrous nature that has been throughout history mm-hmm. and we have to respect that we do yeah. um, and that's perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with that yeah. uh, I think with the gay community it's not there just because obviously we haven't sure. been afforded the same relationships that you guys have over years mm-hmm. it's different but like yeah, yeah. I, I do think there needs to be a reconciling of like what yeah. is expected of me? Also, better believe if we were like on our first date and it was ending and his ex- expectation was not that he was paying the date, even though yeah. he asked me, I'm happy to pay my half. Like, it's not going to be an, a, like a miffed right. moment. Yeah. I think it's just I would go into the date like thinking that's probably what's happening and most of the time that is. But if he was at the end, like there's been, you know, right. a couple times where it is like, oh yeah, like I'm going to offer, right? It's not oh, like... Right. Not gonna say like anything, but usually I'll offer and they'll be like, No, like I got this one. I don't know like how this is for you, Chance. Like, I try to keep first dates cheap. <laughs> I would say for me, I've experienced uh, first date, it could be a drink mm-hmm. and that ends at that. Like, we're done, sure. we, we're, we didn't have a great time, yeah. Done. Or a drink and then dinner and then drinks afterwards, yeah. and then it continues. I think that can happen because you're having a good time, yeah, yeah. So, Would it that, depends. Does that happen on in the wild. Uh, she keeps saying in the wild like you're not meeting people off apps, but I don't think that happens, does it? And also, honey, I never leave Lower Queen Anne in Belltown, so like, where do you think I am? <laughs> you in the wild. The wild is Third Avenue where homeless people <laughs> yell at me. <laughs> Men don't know what's happening at the end of the night or not for us. Do you, is there very clear expectations? Sit down no. one drink. For the end of your first date? No. no. I've been guilty of this, too, of... Your tease. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but I, I haven't been... The problem is I'm, I've always suffered from always trying to be overly charming. So disappointing people has been hard to me. Mm-hmm. So That's a small time. saying no... Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like totally. saying no to someone or saying I don't like you necessarily in that way has mm-hmm. been always extremely challenging. And I've failed at it many, many times. I don't yeah. love that about myself, but like I've tried to learn from it. I've been trying to get better about it and like trying to like make friends with other people. But... It is probably very similar. Yeah. Like it. Okay. It's not super duper clear. 
Yeah, it, it's never clear. So yes. when you do have like those one drink and done type of dates? Uh, but the, the hard part is like it could end up just in sex. Okay. Do you fuck on the first date? I mean, fucking is usually the first date. Then you decide if you like them. And then if you decide if you like them, and then you Continue go to the dating. Date. On Hinge, if I do like actually talk to someone, uh, second date latest. 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 And if it's past that, <laughs> I'm more funny. than likely don't like you. Hmm. I'm just like continuing because I want to like you or something. I don't know. Uh, you want a bestie? What's that? You want a friend? Well, yeah, it's like, I would assume for you, if you're not sleeping with someone early on, it's like, I'm just not attracted to you. For women, it's like, I am really into you, so like, I don't want to go there too soon. Right. But there's no expectation of waiting in the community. Like, there's just, the waiting thing is not. Um, Obviously, there are some people who do. There's a spectrum of people all across this, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally. A portion of the community does, yeah, generally. First date. Okay, I want to move on to our next uh, question. Ooh, what is it? Oh my god, tell me. Oh my god. Um, biggest turnoffs and turn-ons Gen-on. when dating. Do you fuck on the first date? Hell no. No, I literally don't. Have you ever? Like, never. I've um, literally had one anyway, one-night stand in my life, and that's she... it. <laughs> but I do not. When was this? <laughs> it was a couple years ago. I was in weird. L.A. Yeah, for the dish. Go. Okay, so it was a couple years ago. I was in L.A., I had just stopped seeing someone. Went out. I met a director. He was like Spanish looking. Very old. Oh, was he? We had a one night stand. Do you think I know how old he was? No. <laughs> He's your director. I hope he knows how old he was. I mean, I think so. I looked him up later. He's like early 30s. Right. Yeah, so we were, I was out with my friend and we had met him at, it was just like this epic night. Where one thing led to another, we went to Craig's in LA, which if you know that, then it's like kind of a bougie place. People like get photographed walking in. Met Bob Saget and John Stamos that night because the owner took a liking to us. We met this guy, was the director, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I met up with him later after going to the Abbey. Hey, hey. To go hey, hey. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I had never had one. And so I was like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe we should try. Maybe. Yeah. So he took me back to his place. I mean, it just like, I think quickly for me, not to say it was like not a super enjoyable experience, but it just like wasn't that fun for me. I think because I just realized quickly I'm not built for it. I just need more of a connection. It just, I wasn't able to relax. I wasn't able to like enjoy it that much. He was lovely. He was super nice. But yeah, I don't know. It just like didn't. And I think some people feel more relaxed because it's a stranger. Like, I'm never seeing you again. Like, let's just have fun. There's no pressure. Right. But because it was a stranger. That's why vacation hookups are the best. I know. I think it was because it was a stranger. It was somewhere I didn't know. I think I just think too much. I'm probably a little bit of an overthinker. (laughs) I I don't know. I just wasn't able to relax that much. Okay. Biggest turn-ons and turn-offs when dating. Chance, get off your dating app. Just you and Grinder Hinge. What's up? I okay. Plan something on this weekend. Uh, uh, okay. Biggest. Are what? we invited? Uh, no. No. Uh, turn offs <laughs> and turn offs when dating. So specific to dating, not just necessarily like, are you long term? Uh, biggest turn. Biggest turn on is ability to have a conversation, okay. and not just like any like, but like an intellectual conversation, and I mean that in the sense of like interesting fun conversation that's not just about like Seattle weather or Seattle sports or something simple. Okay. If I'm not necessarily interested in what you're interested in, that's fine. 
<laughs> tell me why you're interested in it. Like, tell me why. Why do you like wine? Yeah. Why do you like, yeah, why do you like this random author? Like, why do you like wine or okay. whatever? Let them know. So that's always my big That's similar to, like, Some us, too. It means you have like, passion. Yeah. We want, we and want that same thing. it means you probably day. have a big dick in bed. Let's go. <laughs> Just because okay. they have passion. I have met some great guys. I have great conversations, but they did not have a big dick. So. Sure. Well, you met guarantee. the wrong kind of guys. I'm sorry. Some of us have taste. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I completely agree. I meet you on the, like, I need some kind of depth in conversation. You're passionate about something, whatever. You like something. God, yeah. I hate when I've been on a date. And I'm like, what do you like? Because all they the talk gym. about is what they don't like. The gym? Yeah. Um, oh, no, no, no. What you like can never be the gym. Mm. <laughs> Let me tell anyone listening to this goddamn pan- podcast. <laughs> if what you like is the goddamn fucking <laughs> gym... It's not a real fucking thing. Yeah, Jordan went out with a guy who his like passion was working no, out. It's not a real fucking thing. Yeah. It's your physical fitness, take care of yourself. Yeah. It is not an interest. Best belief though, Jordan Chance? Jordan faked it and got it up for Chance, him. She was like, I will tell I work you offline. All the time. I'll tell you offline. I'll tell yeah. you all about this date. I went so out funny. with this guy. We sat down after ordering our drink from the bar. She faked it. Immediately. <laughs> so uh where do you work out? Yeah. What gym do you go to? How she often says do you she work jogs out? during her lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, one of my turn ons though too, sense of humor is huge for me. If you are so falling flat, Ooh. like you can't laugh or joke with me, that was all, that was that was gym. Sense yeah. of humor gym, though, sense the gym, of humor is, I've never is tried highly so hard subjective. True. I appreciate Ours people who are very funny. The same. Yeah, but I also appreciate who can just have a sense of humor. Yeah, it, it, it's very different though, because like. You find those people who are so funny that you listen to, but, like, they don't always have to be funny. Yeah. Which is hard, because, like, I'm not a funny person. Like, I, I, I'm a, I, a characteristic person. Like, sure. I have a little bit of my own personality, but, like, I am not fucking, like, Amy Schumer or Jack I mean, Black or any of those comedians, right? Yeah, you're not, like, here to pay, make people laugh all the time. No. So, I am not that person to make you laugh. Yeah. But, like, I just can't, funny. if someone, yeah, I sense a humor as in, like... Because I'm just a playful, like, I like the witty banter. I need someone to meet me at that on some level. If you're really serious all the time, that's not a match for me. So maybe that's a better way to phrase it. It's like someone who is serious majority of the time. I need someone to be able to laugh about some stuff. I just yeah. I, I think the better way to put it is someone who can connect with you. And I yeah. think that connection depends on person to person. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is height, and this is like a Ooh, it's purely physical. Yeah, turn on, turn off. How do we feel about this? Because like honestly, I am a hard, yeah, hard. Cut you off. have to wait. Be chance, tall. how tall are you? Five ten, average male height for America. Yeah, he's average. for America. Okay. I am average. I am literally dead average. So like fifty percent of men are shorter than me. Fifty yeah. percent of the men are taller than me. Okay, I should be able to find a fucking tall man somehow. <laughs> I think I hooked up with one guy once when I was there like five foot nine. Yeah. And that was a traumatic experience. So like <laughs> scarred. And no. Yeah, no, it was like he showed up and I was like, oh god, no. You were oh. shorter, but I was like, also you're cute. So like, alright, fine. Sure. Uh and then afterwards I was like, oh no. Oh Let's no, never repeat we made this a experience again. <laughs> like every now and then you have to learn from your right, we all fuck up. We all fuck oh. up. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I fucked up. Yeah. So, yeah. But you learned a lesson. 
So I've only yeah, that's a hard work I mean yes, my longest running year. relationship was five years, which was yeah. the six foot two, six foot three guy. Sure. Uh, after that it was another six foot guy and then yeah. the most recent one was like six foot three again. So mm, it's okay. a pretty defining moment for me. Like I for me it's very I you could be semi unattractive, but if you're six foot three, great. Let's go. <laughs> okay, that's your like six Let's three. Do, but we can six, I love 6'3". 6'3 is kind of a You're obnoxiously yeah. tall, okay. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. height is another thing. Mm-hmm. I, but if anyone has a different opinion, like, I would love to hear that. I would and love why. to hear when people but why? Lose, because, like, yeah, they're tight yeah. shorter. I feel like we prescribe to the American standard okay. of dating someone taller, right? Yeah. yeah. So We're how not do you ever that? We're the basic average. Yeah. Like, we went taller. Yeah. We are basic. I, so like, cool. my sweet spot is six foot. Me being okay. so short, I'm five two. Like I was gonna say, she's small. She's you are petite. A yeah. yeah, she's a I'm midget. Like six foot for me. You and Frodo, best friends. God, I'd be terrified if you ever brought someone around who was six. Please six, don't six, bring Frodo around. Oh, I can't deal. I'll show Frodo. you pictures. Yikes! Who's I need Frodo? to see this. Okay, so <laughs> uh, this has been Drinking Dish. So thank you for listening. That was a really great podcast. Uh, have a great weekend. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Um. I want to know. Frodo? She says this shit all the time. She doesn't know <sighs> typical references, and I'm like, we're still here, guys. Yeah, we're still here. <laughs> we can make it through. I want this to like make it into the podcast. I, honey, yeah. Frodo <laughs> is the main character from Lord of the Rings. And Which is do a you know what Lord of the Rings is? Extremely large God budget movie. The ring. Wow. Okay. I'm switching okay. to red wine now. Well, yeah. so guys, um, by the way, the next What's week your w- turn off? Someone who doesn't know Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first turn off, if you don't yeah, know Lord of the Rings, turn-offs. Harry Potter and or Star Trek. Like, fuck you. Uh, Do you know Harry Potter? That's not a real question. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, I just was curious. Small dicks, honestly. Wait, so what? On a first date, okay. how do you judge that? Okay, because if it's a guy who... <laughs> And the night together. Some people don't learn answers. Wait, anyway. wait, no, no, no. But do you like talk about this? Like, he's gonna find out when they get naked. Honey, the first date in a relationship, most of the time, is sex. You're gonna wait until then, though. Like till you're in the sack. <laughs> like I don't know. For me, it's like okay. I'm gonna. I'm ask. sorry. Do I you wait. ask like, hey, you before we get naked, I need to know no, like, your dick size. Okay. No, but that does actually happen because we get dick pics first. But like. <laughs> That's okay. true. Sometimes no, no, you know. No. Okay, for me, it's like I take a little bit longer. So, like, you know, whatever, how many dates it will take me to get me. hard or what? No, to like. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like, <laughs> takes me a minute. No, like, it takes, like, it takes, like, I get it. Yeah. Like, it takes a little bit of time for me to, like, sleep with someone. So, like, I usually have an estimate. Okay. Because we've either made out. True. I, and they've, like, gone Is he wearing, like, fucking, like, gray sweatpants where you can see Sometimes, his dick outline? It's a movie night. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm saying, like, sometimes I do Oh, my have... God. This is, like, a Lydia Tramp situation where, like, you guys are just hanging out for a long time. You eventually, like, yes. kiss, like, spaghetti mouths. Except for spaghetti mouths here. Do I mean, a little like, touch, touch. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. but, like, usually, like, if he wears, like, some nice jeans, like, you can kind of tell. This is true. I'm not going to lie. Like, heavy petting. I want to know biggest turnoff besides, like, a physical attribute. Okay. Like, biggest uh, turnoffs otherwise. Oh my god, you're pausing so long, Chance, judging I you. I don't know. No, I have a lot of things. It is more like, uh, what is an actual response to this? Though? Like, I don't know. Your biggest turn off. Like, what's your, like, 
I don't um, like extremist. In what sense? I don't like people who are overly political. Like, okay, I don't want yeah, you to be that's like. That's a turn off for me. If I have to talk to you every single day about politics, yeah, my life is going to be depressing, and yep. I don't want to deal with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's also harsh to say that because, like, also those people who deal with politics every day in their lives, like, they're the people that we need. Like, I can highly respect it. Also, yeah, if that's a part yeah. of your career, I'm going to expect to hear about it a lot more. Yeah. But someone who wants to sit at the dinner table and talk about politics every time we like sit down and mm-hmm. eat, I'm not mm-hmm. here for it. It's, like, it's a focal point in their life yeah. Like, yeah. where like they wake up and they think about it. Yeah. They talk to you about yeah. it. They go to sleep and they think about mm-hmm. it. Like I know for me, when I say extremist, I don't like when I'm on a dating app and I just see extreme words. Like mm-hmm. I don't like harsh language yeah like yeah. someone who is very okay a question that's always on hinge is mm-hmm. the um what are you most competitive like what makes oh, you most competitive sure yeah and the a lang- lot of guys put that yeah so a lot of guys like what's like everything is what they say so everything time. everything is like your typical answer but <laughs> sure i also don't like those extreme answers and then not well think of one off the top of my head but like i don't like extreme answers like this is what makes me mad or like this is what makes me happy or like i don't know there's something about someone who's very cut and dry okay i could see that um i would say one of mine okay i feel like i have a good one my mom taught me this too of growing up when you're on a date with someone like watch how they uh interact with like service okay so that's like that's when you're actually on a date with them the best way to answer it my very first answer on hinge mm-hmm I get along best with people who don't love the great outdoors, <laughs> beer, or flannel. Oh, God, I love it. But we'll get along great if you love great food and wine or go skiing. But, okay, my question for you, because this is kind of a turn on for me, mm-hmm. is if, like, someone asks you out, hey, we're going here this time, like, wear this, or, Great like, planning. maybe not wear that, but, like, because if, unless it's, like, a place like Canvas yeah. where you, there's a dress code. But if someone's, like, hey, this day, this time. Bitch, if someone sent that to me, I'd be, like, done, here, let's go, you have turned See, me the fuck I off. I am on board. I am yes. so turned on when a guy so takes charge. Uh, okay, uh, someone. Know your shit. Yeah. Who will just take charge. Take the initiative to yep. own a date. We can yes. each take turns. We can do what we want. Especially if you're but like wanting for one to go date, out with me. Take your initiative yep. and own it. Yep. I hate the back and forth <laughs> of like, oh, do you want to go to this one? Oh, I like this area, but like this but area. Like, where and do like, you want to no, no. go? Yeah, but what do you want to make do? a des- like let one person make a decision yeah. on the first date. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. That doesn't they need yeah. to pay. But like Yeah. But like you pick the point. Make a decision yeah. on the first date. How much communication do you usually have before that first date? Oh, a lot. Oh, really? Oh, really? A lot, yeah. Like, what's a lot? Yeah, what's a lot to you? 20, 30 messages on an app. Obviously, I love chatting with my girlfriends who, like, we're always, or majority of the time, going to relate. But I feel like you and I have such great conversation chance because we have different takes and different perspectives and experiences. I love getting your advice when we're talking about, like, who we're dating, who we're talking to, whatever. Mm-hmm. So this is a perfect lead in to my next question for you is what advice do you give your girlfriends when they're in the dating scene? Do you have certain advice you feel like you give all the time or you wish you could give your girlfriends if you're just like being like completely blunt? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you give me pretty straight up real advice. So I feel like we may have talked about this a little bit earlier, but Mm -hmm. like chemically we, we think differently, right? That's always what I always talked about with my girlfriends. Yeah. 
my girlfriends will come with me like, hey, you know, like, oh my God, my boyfriend said this thing or like, you know, they did this one thing or they said this one thing. And I'll always think the back of my mind like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like that makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because I'm a male, like I think that way. I don't want to define male and female as like we think chemically different. Like obviously sure. we think similarly, but like there is a bit of a difference culturally to how we think. And like mm-hmm. so oftentimes I think like men are so focused on one thing and that's their end goal. And like mm-hmm. that end goal mm-hmm. generally is like marriage or children or something. But that end goal is so far down the road yeah. that, that you can only see the next coming steps, right? Like long-term dating, long-term marriage, you know, like sure. those things. So mm-hmm. thinking about that, uh, but also always dialing things back about three or four notches. <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah. I feel like every time I sit down with like yeah. a female, uh, you know, my female friend, and I'm like, they're like, oh my God, my boyfriend did this. And I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, let's... You are right. You sure. But... Let's that. also examine his side of the argument. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. let's... Let, but it, it's not just like saying, like, you're wrong, he's wrong, Whatever, you're right, yeah. he's right. It's about what is the actual middle ground here? Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's tent. 99% of the conversations that I have to have with women, like, when they're, like, in distress is, like... Yeah. Would you say it's the little things? things? What's that? Would you say, like, like little the things little things? things? No, I would say it's, it's the big things, but it's... Not being able to see those big things in that moment. Mm. Okay. Okay. You know, most of my girlfriends, when I talk to them, oh, he's great. Oh, he's doing great. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Everything's fine. The moment I have talked to them, though, is like when it's not great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's hard to play that bipartisan kind of like, I'm here for you, but I'm also trying to be that friend yeah. that bridges mm-hmm. gaps. And it's hard to say like, Sometimes the woman is right. You know, sometimes, you know, my friend is right. Wait, wait, happy wife, happy life. So the woman is always right. (laughs) No, that's not true. Uh, Fuck that. Uh, (laughs) I've seen that many times where it's not true. Chance is like, who needs a wife? (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. I I would say, like, oversight on women's part, even if we are right about something... Are maybe like tactic isn't the best. Yeah, so exactly. I could see but that. But it, it it is that third. But I, I think this is the most important thing in every relationship, mm-hmm. whether it's professional, whether it's friendship, whether it's a relationship, is having people who understand your relationship on a third party perspective. Yeah, yeah. taking that that step back and just being like, I've approached friends and they've mm-hmm. said like, yeah, no, like you're absolutely like right or wrong or crazy and so especially as a male with my female friends i can sit back and say i get what you're saying Mm -hmm. i do Mm -hmm. here's how he's thinking here's how he's definitely thinking i know he's thinking this way how are you going to address that bridge and that you know that that gap yeah yeah so what are you gonna do for that so like i feel like that's what i always say is like get that second perspective and even if you think you're right you probably are in your perspective because like Every relationship has its own rights and wrongs, right? Mm-hmm. But get that second perspective to say you are right, but he is also right. Yep. Meet sure. in the middle. I love so much that you're saying this because, honestly, I feel like for a woman and for a man, for a man and a man, for a woman and a woman, no matter what, like you said, like in a business relationship, friendship, when you have somebody else to talk to whatever you are going through, whatever is bringing you outside of happy, 
like whether it's you're sad, you're mad at another person, mm-hmm. sometimes just expressing it to somebody else will fix it yeah. without even yeah. bringing it up to the other person. Sometimes right. just like saying it to somebody else. Yeah. Maybe even like you don't necessarily even need to get the advice from the other person, but just mm-hmm. saying it to somebody else except for that thing, that it, that person right. that is making you upset or like sad or whatever it is can benefit. And I would, going back to relationships, because that's something we talk about a lot on this podcast, relationships. Mm-hmm. Relationships in general, the relationships that keep things in between relationships and they sit there and they argue between themselves and they yeah. don't ever express to anybody else besides themselves and fight and argue and do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They keep all of this between the two people yeah. or the ones that fail and they crumble. Right. That's the biggest issue I think in most relationships is communication style. Like yep. if your communication style is not working in your relationship, it helps to share it with like a mm-hmm. safe part, a safe third party yep because i've had times where like you share that and it takes the emotion down yep. because you're not sharing it with your like yep. partner right also just listening to yourself yeah Same. like verbalize it get like give get mm-hmm. your friend's opinion because they're gonna come at it from a non-emotional space where yep. it's like let's mm-hmm. like take the like high emotion out of this because you've just like repeated the way you're trying to communicate right. with your partner about it and then that third party that like safe friend you can talk about it with usually can help you and like maybe try communicating it mm-hmm. in this way or go about it like this mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i was more talking about friends disagreeing on how big of a dick size is appropriate but like <laughs> let's go with it i'm not a size queen but like it needs to not be small what's the average do we know hey alexa what is the average male penis size in america this might answer your question Molly is 2.2 square miles. The United States is 3. Molly like the drug? <laughs> okay. You googling this? Oh, I am. Actually, okay, wait if you were to guess. I think it's Oh my god, what do you think it is? <laughs> I have no idea. What do you think it is? Is it wait, like let's 5? Actually this, so, is it 5? Five? 5? Um, I would say 13. <laughs> yeah, I would run if that was the <laughs> Um, four. Chance? No. What is it? Five. All right. So wow. an average male penis size in America is a, is close to five inches. Wait, you've never Googled that before? I don't, I don't think I ever have. So we're going to play a game that we introduced uh, a couple weeks prior. And this game was the Do You Feel Me? And Do You Feel Me? What's happened to us this week? And can anyone relate? So, Chance. Your turn. What's yours? Uh, I don't have an embarrassing one, but do you feel me? All right. I was a plus one to this weekend's uh, Facebook holiday party. There was a, a merry-go-round at the party. Obviously, everyone who was going on this party was taking selfies, like doing videos. I went on this uh, merry-go-round with my best friend, Caroline. She's fabulous. She's amazing. So while we're on this like merry-go-round, we're taking photos. So we start taking photos of each other because we're on like different like lanes, right? Like she's ahead of me, like a, a lane. I'm behind her. So like I can take cute photos of her. She can take cute photos of me. So what ends up happening is I end up like with this adorably cute portrait photo from my iPhone. Super cute photo. Bougie. Okay. It is such a cute photo. Perfect. Of her? She posts it on Instagram and gets all these loves, all these likes. She's like, oh my God, I got so many people messaging me about this photo. I was like, yeah, because it's adorable, because I took it. Yep. 
What I receive in return <laughs> are these horrible photos of my eyes closed. Oh, no. Like, looking the wrong way. Like, doing the wrong <laughs> thing. Like, it was just not cute. Mm. Struggle's real. So, I think the question is, uh, do you feel me? Uh, friends, friends who don't yeah. know how to take your Instagram photos. Because yeah. that seems like a travesty. And honestly, why are we friends with them at that point? <laughs> <laughs> why do they bring to the table? If you can't take yeah. a cute photo of me that I can post to the rest of my friends, like, why am I friends yeah. with you? Yeah, very true. So, do you ever strategize who you ask to take your photos as strangers? Absolutely not. Oh. But I will tell my friends if they take a bad photo of me, I will murder them. I think we all can feel you on this. I think every single person yeah, has an definitely. instance where someone's yes, like messed but, up their Instagram oh, photo. Yeah. How do we fix that? We're like, how do you get friends to take photos that you know are good? Because like, <sighs> don't get me wrong. Okay, here's the thing. With my friend, I yeah. took a photo of her that was adorable. Yeah. She got, she literally texted me and like, I got so many, many responses oh, no. to that photo. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. She added to your resentment. Because it was so <laughs> fucking cute. And then I saw my photos and yeah. I was like, Aww. I can't so, post any so of wait, these. So wait, did you post like nothing? I posted nothing. Because no, no one in that group could take a photo. And I was like, all right, come on. Uh, John, what is your do you feel me in this situation? What's your drama? What's your tea? As Baby Yoda might say, <laughs> what is my sipping my soup? <laughs> I would say do my do you feel me moment of the week is I'm not sure if anyone else has had this happen I'm sure you have but where you dated someone previously probably not that long ago and suddenly they're popping up back in your DMs and you're not totally sure what the intent is because it's not super clear they're not like being forward enough that you're like are they trying to rekindle things mm -hmm. Um, it's subtle but flirtatious. So I don't know. I think I asked girlfriends recently if like, is it my job to find out what his intent is, or should I just like, if he wanted to see me again, as in like rekindle date again, whatever. Like that's on him to let me know, because that shouldn't be my I job. I feel like that's so hard, especially because yeah, it's how much you want. Okay, how much prior? Like if I'm gonna back this up, how yeah. much prior history there was. Sure. So. Is this somebody you guide, like some guy did for a year? Is this some guy that cheated on you? Is Ugh. this some guy that like, very true. What is that like history? Okay, if this was like a serious ex of mine, I think I would be like, hey, like let's talk, like what's happening yeah. here? Yeah, but yeah. I think it's because it's someone I only dated like briefly. It ended not too long ago and then now it's popping back up. So okay. I think I'm just like, it's more curiosity of like what's happening here. Like I would have some interest, but not enough that like I'm going to work yeah. that hard to figure out what his intent is. Okay. So it's like, I think honestly, I think it's one of those that you jokingly kind of like, you jokingly just bring up like, okay, like what's here? <laughs> yeah, I guess flirtatiously yeah. I could, but I think it's like, I have a little bit of pride at this point of like, it's not my job. Like True. if you're coming into my DMs. I don't know. I just don't think I should be the one to have to ask. Like if you, as I tell all my girlfriends, like if someone wants to see you, they'll make it happen. Yep. So do you guys feel me? Have you had this happen to you or have you ever done this yourself? DMing someone that you used to date and it ended, but you're kind of like trying to pop back in and feel things out. Has it happened to you or have you done it? I've done it. I'm guilty. <laughs> <laughs> guilty. Or like some testing guy the like, waters. Yeah, like <laughs> that's how it feels. It feels like he was testing the waters. Yeah. I. Uh, Chit, you've done it. 
I have one guilty person that I have had, uh-huh. I will admit, the best sex of my entire life. <gasps> Brother tumultuous though, like not like, he's definitely not like one of those guys who you would date like long term. Yeah. So it was always like every now and then like we would hook mm-hmm. up and like have a thing. And okay. recently I hadn't talked to him for a long, long time. It was That's like a long time. six months plus a year. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was a while. And I eventually like recently one night was like, you know what? This sounds fun. So like I texted him. How you been drinking? Kind of had it. Obviously. <laughs> is that a question? A couple of drinks in. We're going out. We're having fun. We're hanging out at a party. This is like two weekends ago. Uh, oh, so it was recent. Yeah, no, it was recent. Yeah. Just messaging him, being like, "Hey, what's up? Like, yeah. how's it going?" So Actually, you initiated yes. the text. Okay. Did you do a smiley? Many smileys. Sure. Many double smileys. Okay. Did it happen? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Was it? Obviously, because, like, this is cute. Okay. And no like, regrets? Like, it was... So it was worth it, like, What was his response? No, what was there his response? There are regrets. Oh. There are definitely, <laughs> okay. like, I shouldn't have done this, like... Oh. Wait, what was his, like, initial response to your, like, hey... Yeah, was he re- receptive right away? Obviously, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say. Oh. Yeah. I feel like there's more there of, like, we were kind of back and forth, like, in it to win it... Thing. Yeah. So it feels like an easier approach to like reach. Well, it was more in. like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Like, how's it going? Like, yeah. what's up? Okay. At the Wait, end, did he post on a story or did you randomly think of him and slide into his DMs? Like, he, I think he was just drunk and texted, right? I drunk and grindered him. Yeah. Did you find him on Grinder? Actually, no. I saw him on Grinder. I then thought about him, texted him because I knew I knew how his number. So, like, yes. Got it. Okay. 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 So, so I overall no regrets. Like you went for this, it was a good experience. Always, yeah. Okay, always. One of the best days of my life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So nice. I would do it again. So yours right. was like a good. Do you feel so? Like okay. Really? So what's your advice for women? Should we slide in to men's DMs? I don't think so. But why? Yes or no. Why I would not think so. To make I think for why women, not it comes be across forward? thirsty. It comes no, it doesn't. Thirsty. Yeah, totally. so like, so if I met a guy this weekend and we add each other on Instagram, yeah, the next weekend if he posted a fun picture, sure. I would slide into his DMs. I would be like eggplant peach, like let's go. Okay, yeah, I would. So maybe do like the heart eyes emoji. Sure. No, sure, sure. Like, eggplant peach. If you are sliding into someone's DMs and you want to hook up with them and you are not, no, yeah, no, 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 peach, I'm just trying to say like, hi, like I'm recognizing you. Do you want to hook up with them? As I say, I think well, the like, whole slide into the DMs, start, when someone says that it, to me, it's like you're okay. trying to hook up. That's if you're sliding into someone's DMs, you are trying to hook up with them. But what yeah. if you're just trying to say hi? That's what That's I'm, not sliding into someone's DMs. That's just saying yeah, hi. Yeah, that's just saying hi. I can't just say hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, on Instagram, you know all those, like, those are different emojis that you can pick? Yeah, I see. He sent me hard eyes and stuff, so I get that. But So flame is my, like, I want to fuck. Really? I no, saw, devil's, I you want to fuck. Flame is a brand If you go on in Grindr, you have a smiley emoji, a winky emoji, and like a devil emoji or something like that. Like, where it's like, go Grindr. Hi. I kind of love when people use the devil emoji. You're cute. <laughs> go Grindr. I want to fuck okay. kind of emojis. I don't go know exactly grinder. what it is. I what do you like to receive? I want to see you kind of emojis. I, I'm always down to fuck, but like. Wait, what's the I want to see you come emojis? Where did that come from? What? <laughs> <laughs> no one ever said that. Wait, I think you said I want to see you, kind of emojis, oh, and oh. she thought you said I want to see you come. 
Okay. Jordan, what is your do you feel me moment of the week? So, wake up, look in the mirror, look at myself, and usually I'm way more positive than this, but I look at myself and I'm like, I'm ugly. <laughs> you had an ugly day. I had a flat out ugly day, and I'm sorry. I woke up that morning, no matter what I put on, like, we all have those signature outfits, but like, Course. put that on I still I felt so ugly maybe this happens more to girls than guys but we yeah. definitely have like I just feel ugly no matter what no, happens it doesn't to me today I just like yep. I, men I, think they're I, ugly too okay we just had it better okay so like True. I just had one of those days where it's like I just didn't feel like my like outgoing mm-hmm. you know why because hormones are a bitch there we go yeah yep so I don't know like I mean, if you're a girl that doesn't fluctuate like that, in the sense yeah. of like you never have those mornings in the mirror, and you're just like, damn, like like, like myself whatever today. I do, yeah, yeah. I guess that was my like do you feel me moment this week. Like yeah. I woke up and I'm just like, no matter what I can do right now, I am not gonna feel my confident self. So, do you have anything that you do to like try to boost it? Um, just don't look in the mirror. <laughs> like yeah. when I went to the bathroom that day at work, I was just kind of like, wash my hands go yeah. like leave like I just don't try to recognize it because I'll just get sad I just don't try to recognize it. I kind of hide from it because I'm just like I'm not feeling myself today okay mm-hmm. on those days when I'm like mm, yeah I'm feeling myself I'm going to the bathroom a lot because I won't look at the mirror because I'm like yeah I look really good today I love those days when I just like really am feeling myself yeah I'll take I'll post on my Instagram story so guys mm-hmm. will sign in my DMs there you go chance ugly days good days Mm, I feel like all these days I just like don't exist to humankind. And yeah, I kind of just wait for the day to guys be over. Though, I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah. I just got to, you know, I literally am like to work from home. Yeah, I will not go do anything. That anything day. else? Yeah. I'm gonna go back home. I'm gonna shower. I'm gonna like exist. Yeah. Uh, but when do you look cute? Like, yeah. go out, enjoy yeah. your like life. I feel like I kind of treat myself if I'm having an ugly day. Like, I deserve Uber Eats. I deserve yeah. a glass of wine. Let's watch a yeah. movie and like not let anyone see us today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Face, face mask, mask hair yeah. mask. Like I just like sit yeah. in it. Like I just let myself uh, yeah. like you said, like you just kind of like let yourself have it. I think yeah. I run if I'm at work, that's when I like I try Ugh. to run away from it. Struggles. But if I can just be at home, I try to yeah. sit in it. Yeah. Because of that. Mm-hmm. I wanna um Thank Chance so much for coming on our podcast and being our first guest. Go ahead and plug your Insta if you want to one more time. What's your Instagram? My Instagram is uwkanoni, C-A-N-O-N-I. Uh, you can hit me up anytime. I'm always happy to like hang out. Slide into mm-hmm. his DMs. Slide into those DMs. Also, slide into our DMs. We're at Drink and Dish Ladies on Instagram. Please let us know any of your Do You Feel Me moments from the week. And we would love to relate. Thanks. See you on Monday.